Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You are plugged into Wiggins America where we have a very full show. The next two hours is packed full because we are close to the midterms. Not to mention that we've had a very big week in St. Louis, also in national politics. So lot to cover, a lot of debate stuff. We're going to be talking about how Oz is doing. I, you know what is the problem? Every time I talk about Oz, I always, I always, <laughs> I'm trying to make a joke. It's not going to work. I always talk. I always think about my friend Mehmet because I have all these friends named Mehmet, and then you have Mehmet Oz, and I always think, oh man, am I talking about Doctor Oz or am I talking about my friend Mehmet? <laughs> so just, I can't believe I still tried to do it, even after acknowledging that the joke wasn't going to work. So that's how this show is going to go. Two hours of Mehmet. Just take a step back for a second and think, let's say, a couple years ago, say five years ago, whatever, that the balance of the U.S. Senate would be hanging on Dr. Oz from that TV show you didn't really watch that Oprah made. Isn't this crazy that Dr. Oz who was just that guy who was on at 10 a.m., is possibly the difference between having a Republican Senate and a Democrat Senate. And, and all the things that that implies, too. All the policies, all the judge confirmations and things that would happen, even with a Republican House, the Senate hinges on Dr. Oz and that show he had at 10 a.m. It's just crazy. I mean, I, I'm stupid for sitting here talking to you about this. This is the last time you and I will speak and and converse before the midterms. I should be using this time better, but I'm not. I will tell you, though, that we have some really good stuff in this show. This isn't it. But coming up at the beginning of next hour, actually the first full half hour of the second hour of this show is going to be focused on some election integrity issues, which are tremendously important going into the midterm next week. Now, I probably feel better about this than many who talk about this issue. Some people don't talk about it at all or just a little bit. Uh, Some people talk about it incessantly. I do talk about it quite a bit, but I'm more optimistic about it than I think anybody on, on either side. So we'll discuss that, and I'll make my case for that sometime in the first half hour of the second hour of Wiggins America. 
Though I will say this on that topic before we get to the first actual topic of the day, beyond Mehmet jokes. uh, Dr. Dr. Trump, (laughs) Donald Trump, and the opportunity that he has missed is to talk about the voter integrity issues that we have talked about here on this show or others. Not just like that he would take talking points from me. But I'm talking about things that a lot of people are talking about. And I get evidence from people like Ian Camacho is going to be from Look Ahead America on the show next hour. These are hard facts. And that's where I like to deal with these things. Not in conjecture, because you could say things all day, but you're not going to make a difference unless you do something, you show some evidence. Well, there are people doing that. There's no greater megaphone than anybody would have for those issues than Donald Trump. And that's where I fault him, is that some of the things that we've talked about and discussed at length at times, he could step up on a stage and highlight. He could highlight some of the true the vote stuff. He could highlight that an L.A. prosecutor has now determined and arrested people. An L.A. prosecutor. This isn't Arkansas. This isn't deep red territory. This is Los Angeles County. They have arrested people running voting machines because they were storing them in China. They are storing the election information in China. You can't do that. It's illegal. That stuff's actually happening. And I'm just I'm giving two examples from what we might talk about today, let alone all the stuff we've been talking about for the last two years. Hard stuff. The president could sit down with anybody he wants and say, here are the facts. And he hasn't done that. He yells about election integrity a lot, and that's probably good we we certainly need election integrity and he puts a megaphone to that but he could talk about specific instances and doesn't i fault him for that he should do that but anyway here's our headline america that is wonderful news it's all midterm related baby real clear politics is average says that the republicans will pick up 31 seats on uh, Tuesday night. Tuesday night's going to be a fun night, man. If you're not tuned into something, and I mean, a lot of people just tune into Fox News or whatever they watch, but we're going to be doing a live broadcast of the Annie Fry Show, like TV version. So tune into that in the digital space. Find us on YouTube or maybe Facebook and some of the others. We're going to be broadcasting live the whole night. And we're not doing a watch party where we're just sort of showing you what other people are saying. We're actually going to be doing the reports ourselves. From the Annie Fry Show basement location, hidden deep within the earth, and uh, we're going to be broadcasting that whole thing. Also, 97.1 is going to be covering this, of course. We're going to be live the whole night with uh, John Lamping, Mark Reardon, Mark Cox, among others. A lot of us will be checking in the whole night, doing a lot of local stuff, but watching the Nationals, too. We're going to be watching the Nationals primarily with our broadcast. So tune into that, and we invite you to do so. But the numbers, let's get back to the numbers, which I love. Uh, 31 seats is what Real Clear Politics is saying on average. So it could be higher, could be lower. But that has shifted even the last week or so, I think within the week. So we'll go back, let's say not quite last weekend, but a little bit before that. I think it was at 28 seats. So it's shifted that fast toward Republicans in just the polling and there are reasons to think that maybe the polling may be undercounting, as they typically do with Republicans. Republicans, I guess, just don't respond to polls as much, or they weight the polls 
too much toward Democrats. This is a year that they're going to look foolish for doing that. Mark my words. So what does that mean for the Senate? Well, that means that the Real Clear Politics average has Republicans taking 54 seats. So a pickup of four seats. That would be remarkable. If it's anything, if it's 54, we should jump up and down. If it's 53, that's a really good night. And even at 51 or 52, Republicans take back the Senate so they can block the judges and things that uh, President Biden is going to try to push through. That goal number one achieved right there. Because uh, the House really isn't even in play. I, I don't even think we're going to be talking. We're going to talk about how many seats, not whether Republicans are taking it back. But ultimately, the Senate is really where the battle is. Not just because of the next two years, but because those are six-year terms, you guys. If Republicans can take just a couple seats, like a New Hampshire, for instance, or sweep the swing states, take Pennsylvania, Georgia, and, and Arizona, Nevada. I mean, these are states that they typically, that's why they're called swing states. They go back and forth. If Republicans can sweep those, you hold those for six years. That's a big deal because that's right through whoever the next president is, assuming we have a new president in 2024, for that whole first four years. And I don't want to look too far ahead. I don't want to get too excited here. But this is not a good Republican year. So if Republicans can do good in, I should say, not a favorable map, it could be a good Republican year. But if Republicans can do good this year in the Senate and get some of those six-year seats, in 2024, we, Republicans, I guess, have a really good map, a really favorable map. That'll be coming out of a Biden presidency, hopefully, and still in probably a pretty good environment for Republicans, just because of who would be at the helm, presidency. Then you're talking, whoa, but it all starts Tuesday. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign 
sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Trisha, I appreciate your time on Wiggins America this week. Oh, it's so wonderful to be here. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. saying that. No, thank you so much for having me and for appreciating me. Mm-hmm. And You're always time. appreciated, especially on a week like this, because you know what's coming up Tuesday? Mm-mm, what? It's the uh, midterm elections. What's that? Did you hear about this? Uh-uh. Yeah, no, so can you tell me a little something bit about that? Something they do, and it's like American culture thing, that Americans... Uh-huh. They decide, they have a constitutional republic, they decide their leadership for the next couple of years. How do they do that on Tuesdays? Uh, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a specific Tuesday. They don't do it every Tuesday. Just some Tuesdays? Some Tuesdays. How do they keep track of which Tuesdays? I think somebody just puts it on the calendar and everybody just says, okay. Oh my gosh, that's a lot to keep up with. I, it is a lot. And then they go and they say, this is what I want. And it for sure happens that way every time. Yep, and there's no problems with it ever. Cool. <laughs> and Sounds fun. Isn't it? But, Neat. Yeah, it is a lot of work, though. I do feel like it's a lot of work and that we would be better off with a king. It would simplify things. Yes, it would. I honestly thought we had one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a, every other time you say, I honestly, and then fill in the blank, now people are going to question that. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> because you're lying. I'm, you're lying. I would not do such a thing on Wiggins America. <laughs> So I'm uh, looking at an article that stepping away from politics a bit because I'm, I'm not going to ask you things like what are your Senate predictions hmm. because I already have that covered. Great, <laughs> and I'm going to be right. Good. So that makes one of yeah, us. Yeah, you don't have to you don't have to worry about that. Uh, I will ask you this though, just because I found this article absolutely fascinating. Scientists say they can damage memories. Of you being cheated on. This comes from futurism.com. That they can now target certain memory. I don't even know if it's Mm -hmm. how accurate it is or whatever. But even just as a thought experiment, let's say they actually can do that. They can target particular memories. Specifically, in this case, the headline is of you getting cheated on. Let's expand that to just bad memories. Mm -hmm. Would you do it? Would you walk into the lab? And and there's no questions about the 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 science of it. It's not like oh, are they going to accidentally hit bad ones? Mm-hmm. Or you know, the, 
like it's it's been tested at this Isn't point. Isn't that the whole premise behind Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind? Yeah, and that's the picture in the article. Uh-huh. It was Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless yeah, Mind. That's, that that's the whole movie. That movie's pretty good. I read an article about memory and about how we... This was after my psychic reading. I know we talked about this a while ago about how memories, every time we recall them, they're changed a little bit. And then mm-hmm. when they go back, they're a little bit different. That's why collective memory is so untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. So I really do think that this is fascinating. I don't think for myself I'd necessarily want to do that unless the trauma was so severe that I was incapable of moving forward. So things like PTSD or just, I, I mean, unspeakable, unimaginable things, if there's a way to. A, like set your mind and your soul at peace with some of that. Mm-hmm. I'd be all for it. The the question, but getting cheated on, no, you just yeah, I know. Else it's or stuff you're get like therapy, like handle you, things like a grown up. You'd you'd be worried that we'd get to a point where anytime you had anything bad, you'd go home, you'd flip on the brain machine, mm-hmm. and it would wipe out whatever you wanted it to wipe out, and then you'd move on. We can't do that, but. <laughs> that's that's where we would like if it becomes that common we will do that yeah. i guarantee you society will do that would you do it i it, it's tempting for the big stuff like you're talking about but i don't know what it would really accomplish depending on how long ago it was because let's for, say for instance you have a, a teenager who's been through trauma they've been like sexually abused as a child mm-hmm. or something my question would be and i, I guess this would be up to research is to find just by getting rid of the person's memory, are you actually healing them? Or is it like a soul, heart, emotional issue that just getting rid of the memory really isn't going to do anything? It's like when you wake up from a dream and you know it was a dream and you really can't even remember what it was, feeling. but you're mad at your spouse or something. Mm-hmm. You don't know why, but wouldn't it be kind of like that? Maybe. I'm not sure because I don't know what, how much that trauma, emotional trauma impacts a person as a whole. But you think a lot of those, so the the dream thing, I guess that's a good, a good comparison. But the dream thing is stemming from a recent memory, even though it's forgot. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, maybe. Okay. So you work that out? Yep. Work that out in my mind. What about the Senate for the midterms though? <laughs> You Wait, know what is the Senate? <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't, you don't know. <laughs> the Senate, what is it? No, I don't know. Uh, anytime you get into <sighs> playing God with medicine, so anytime you're switching up genetics, anytime you're altering memory, anytime you're doing things at that level, I think there's a lot of room for human error. And then ethically, it starts getting questionable. And then, like you said, you start to become desensitized as society. It's kind of all whitewashed. Mm-hmm. I don't take a lot of the human experience out of it. I don't know. Because it, <clears throat> these things always start that way, where people go, eh, I don't know. It seems like too much. And then you kind of figure out a use for it. Mm-hmm. But we never quite get it right either. There's always that we use it. We, we attempt to use it for good. And then somebody uses it for bad. And then we find this like middle ground where it's probably been legislated at that point where you can use it for X, but you can't use it for Y. I, you don't know. I guess that's why these conversations are actually kind of important to have ahead of time. Yeah, totally. Because you almost set the narrative for them 
Well, I think I know this is completely different, but in the same vein with all of our devices, listening and collecting all of our data and how when you start to talk about that and how dangerous it is and the snowball effect of giving up your privacy like that. But also we like the perks of it, the convenience of certain elements, the way it's changed our life and it's slowly seeping into society and it does get regulated to some extent, but it's also happening Mm -hmm. at a, a level that could be dangerous to our well-being as a human race but there's so many reasons why we should not have smartphones there Mm -hmm. are so many things about smartphones that are not really good for you but they're convenient yet i want a map in my pocket every time i get in the car Mm -hmm. to go to rock and brews this week or whatever i want to play games when i'm bored i want to surf the web i want to look up this that and the other thing whenever i want to look it up and it becomes like here we can't re i guess there's a workaround but it's tough to log into our email, you got to have a smartphone because you got to verify that it's you every time because yep. it's a security fe- feature. That's probably not just here. That's probably at a lot of places that to basically exist in society to have a job, you got to have a smartphone. Yep. I, I hate I hate that technology does that. It drives me crazy because there are things that I don't want to have. Uh, I was just talking with, oddly, oddly. I was talking with the clerk at Walgreens this week. Oh. who was telling me but all about Elon about Musk. Yeah, yeah. But he was just, I'm, I'm buying some Starburst, mm-hmm. and he's telling me about Elon Musk and Twitter and how Elon Musk wants to put chips in everybody's hands that works at Twitter. And I'm like, mandatory? He said, no, not mandatory. He wants to try it out. That kind of stuff, that's the way it starts. It's always... Well, it would be more convenient if you could just scan your wrist mm-hmm. when you came instead in. Instead of carrying that card around. Instead of carrying the card, instead yep. of whatever, so that you don't even have to like buzz in. You can just go into your office. You can go into the, your, the levels that you're on and other people can't or whatever it is. And that's the way it always starts. And I'm like, Elon Musk is probably going to bring about the mark of the beast. <laughs> and we're all going to be like, yay, Twitter has forced free speech. Mm-hmm. I, this, I mean, this stuff... It blows me away the kind of technology that we have and that we're not using yet, but we could really quick. And the minute somebody starts using it, then the dominoes start falling. Yeah, it and does it gets not down to take us. long. No. It does not take long. <clears throat> That's what's been amazing is that with all these technology stuff, like how quickly our society adapts to this stuff now. Because in the past, the human brain just doesn't seem like it's capable of adapting, but we're so quick now. We've we've trained ourselves to adapt quicker to this stuff, I think, than ever before. Almost too quickly, I think, to some things. I think we now we are forced to think 10, 15, 20 steps ahead mm-hmm. instead of letting life happen and taking problems a problem at a time. If you're not 10 steps ahead, you're five behind mm-hmm. and you just got to keep up. And it is exhausting. And it never actually gets the promise you know moving from putting your clotheslines or putting your clotheslines up and, and drying things outdoors to a dryer at some point somebody said i'm gonna have so much more time and you probably did for about a year and then everybody goes what are you doing with that time well, we want you to do this other thing now fill it up always filling it up fill it up always will mm-hmm. so 54 seats in the senate huh wow that's a lot of seats sort of how you many states are there you <laughs> you don't know <laughs> It's more seats than in my dining room. Yeah, that's more seats than there are states. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, who knew? All right, we'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, 
from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I almost feel like I need a sounder that says, I kid you not, because I kid you not. I pulled up an article here. This is the kind of stuff that Democrats are trying to do. And this honestly is the reason that I love politics, is watching people try to message and frame messages because you know what's going on in your pocket. You know what's going on in your life. You know what's going on with gas prices, with social issues. You know what's happening. But watching people try to then spin what you're experiencing to benefit them in power is just fascinating to me. It's one of the th- reasons I love doing what I do. Here's a headline from Yahoo News. I think this actually comes from the Intelligencer. It says, Democrat policies are much better for your wallet. (laughs) Do you catch the spin there? (laughs) Uh, If inflation is on your mind, do not vote for Republicans on November 8th. Here's why. Inflation has taken a painful bite out of everyone's wallet. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Have you noticed that, by the way? That's been a talking point that went out probably about two weeks ago that they were saying, well, well, I guess we have to acknowledge inflation, but let's say that it's not an American problem. Let's say it's a worldwide problem. As if people go, oh, oh, well. <laughs> That's the talking point. But they've said Republicans have voted against every proposal that could help ease the pressure on budgets of everyday Americans. So government being being the solution, of course, this is a Democrat writing this. Glenn Beasley is his name. Here are the areas that they say Republicans have failed and have cost you more money. Number one, prescription drugs. Republicans voted against allowing Medicare to negotiate for lower prescription drug costs. Democrats got it passed. That's a government solution to a uh, government-issued health care plan. The PACT Act. Act. Republicans initially blocked a bill to provide care for veterans suffering from burn pit exposure. Extremely, extremely specific. A stock buyback tax. Democrats imposed a 1% tax on stock buyback transactions, which is estimated to generate $74 billion in income. That, that's at the cost of people buying the stocks. <laughs> that, that, that's you. <laughs> that's how the government makes more money. Uh, the Refl- Inflation Reduction Act. Not a single Republican voted for it. With a 15% minimum corporate tax, the IRA will generate more income than it will cost. The Inflation Reduction Act, they're saying, will generate income. For who? For the government. 
at the at the behest of people paying taxes, as in corporations, and making us less likely to compete on a global scale, which was the whole point of lowering the corporate tax to be more in line with the rest of the world so people wouldn't have incentives to move companies out of the United States. But that even this argument doesn't make sense in the context of the article because half of what they're saying here is just bigger tax increases on you and companies. Uh, the last one here, gas prices. Gas prices are high, and oil is a commodity whose project pri pricing is subject to worldwide forces. Again, this is out of our control. To fight those high prices, President Biden is releasing 1 million barrels of oil daily from the Strategic Oil Reserve. By the way, we've hit it. That's it. We we've. I read a headline today that said we've hit the bottom. So right in time for the election, <laughs> Right. Uh, that's how they're lowering costs for you. Do you believe them? Well, they're making their case to you. So I, I figured I'd make it for them and with them. Uh, here's another one at the end of that article. I didn't even try to do this, but it is worth mentioning and kind of a part of a bigger uh, conversation that we should have. The headline, seriously low diesel supplies threaten to worsen inflation. That's that's going to happen. It's not going to happen before the election, which is all the Democrats care about, but it will happen. And it'll hurt our supply lines. It'll hurt inflation. Everything's going to keep going up in price because it's going to be harder to get. Uh, thankfully, in the middle of the country here, we will be affected by it the least. But you talk about the coast, you talk about New England especially, they're going to hit it the worst. So the problem is that uh, the population centers are going to be paying more for everything, which inadvertently causes everything to go up, even if our supply chains chains aren't hurt here. Bigger conversation to have, though. What do you think Republicans are going to get done? So let's look past Tuesday, which I'm having a tough time doing because I'm pretty excited about Tuesday. But what happens after Republicans take over the House? Because they're going to. What happens after Republicans take over the Senate? Because they probably will. My estimations, and I'll just say it here again, is that Republicans will get 40 seats in the House. You're not hearing people be that bold, but I'm going to be that bold. And I'm basing this on numbers, too. I'm not just going with gut instincts here. I'm basing this on certain facts of how many open seats, how many toss-up seats, and all this stuff. So I'm going to say 40 seats in the House, and I'm going to say three to four seats in the Senate. That's a Republican wave, if that happens, certainly. So that's what I'm predicting. But what happens then once they take control of both houses of Congress? So we get through the lame duck session. January rolls around. You got Republicans in, in control of Congress. What happens? Well, what's going to be the narrative, speaking of spin, is that Republicans haven't done anything. So sometime middle of next year, inflation is still going to be high. The Fed is still going to be raising rates. It's going to be abysmal. We have a terrible economy ahead of us, and they're going to say, well, Republicans said they were going to fix it, and they haven't done anything. Well, that's right. Republicans will not be able to do much at all. They'll be able to stop spending, so that should eventually, maybe by the end of those two years, slow inflation. But it's not just spending that's caused it. It's a huge driver of it. I mean, that's, that's the bedrock of why it's gone up. But it's also all these other things, like we just mentioned, gas prices. You know, if you can't get pl uh, things to places because of either high costs of gas, which drives inflation. I mean, that's a huge driver of inflation. You want to cut that? You want to cut inflation? Get more oil going. That's 
gosh, that should be priority number one. It is spending, but that's another big problem. Okay, but it's also this. Supply lines are run by people. We've had a terrible shortage of workers because we've paid people to stay home for so long. That is being fixed. Things are getting better, but the uh, workforce participation is still too low. We need it to go back up. These are things that I think within two years you will start to see get better, but they won't be fixed yet. So ultimately, overall, what I'm saying here is, yay, if Republicans take back Congress, which they should. But hang on a second. Don't think that that's going to fix all the problems immediately and watch for the spin when it doesn't because they're going to say, well, Republicans weren't. We told you Republicans didn't do anything. We told you that they were useless and that they were just jockeying for position. And here we are. Well, it takes time. It's going to take time. It's going to take at least the whole term for the House to stop spending to get things under control. By the time we roll into campaign season of 2024, things should start to be, uh, I would say, light at the end of the tunnel at that point. I don't know that we'd be out of the tunnel, but I do think that we'll be able to start seeing it, and that's good. Um, That probably will actually create a favorable campaign environment for the man who said he's very, very, very probably going to do it again this week. That would be Donald Trump. I do believe he's going to run again. I do believe he's going to have a good environment to run again in 2024, which stinks because that means we still haven't turned the corner by then. Sorry to say. I think it's important to have that conversation now before the election so that we can say that we had it, so that we can say that we predicted it. Right? Or something like that. This is Wiggins America. We just talked to Trisha. We are going to, well, we'll step away from the hard politics for a second here. We do that every now and then. So we'll be right back. And then another whole hour of Wiggins America ahead. So stick around. Wiggins America. Yeah, that's the Foo Fighter. You ever heard of the Foo Fighters? Crazy names these kids are making up for these bands. These the the Foo Fighters. I don't know where they come up with this stuff. I used to love these guys back in the '90s, and after the second album, so they had the first album, which was with "This Is a Call" and "Big Me." I'll stick around some of that stuff for all the cows. Remember that one? Uh, then the second album came out, which is what that song's from, and. Uh, that was when Taylor Hawkins joined the band, and they, they kind of went into a new era. Loved the second album. Didn't really love much after that, though. They all kind of bled together, and I just lost interest in them. But just because I was in high school when I first heard those two albums and went, loved, 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 loved those. By the way, I think I'm one of the only people who has a signed poster of the original lineup. So the four members of the band, including Dave Grohl, before Taylor Hawkins. I have a signed poster from them from that era. And I hope it's worth a lot of money. And I hope I can cash in on that money and go to Aruba. Anyway, I have this deep affinity for the Foo Fighters simply because of those first two albums. And so I heard, I'm a little bit behind here. We're, we're into November, of course. And I'm just now catching up on the horror movies, which I'm for some reason interested in this year. I, I usually am not a horror movie guy this year. I went in head first. I've been watching all kinds of horror movies. I think because I'm just bored with what's out there and I'm trying new things. But apparently the Foo Fighters came out with a horror movie and it's campy, but it is a horror movie in, I guess, February. So this year 
They started filming it pre-pandemic, got almost done with it, and then COVID shut everything down. They weren't quite done. They were actually one of the first to return to filming, though, and uh, they they finished the movie, and so it was one of the first new movies to come out since the pandemic that was filming, I guess, at the time that everything shut down. Anyway, it's called Studio 666. It's intended to be funny and scary, and it doesn't really do either. <laughs> um, the the Rotten Tomatoes score and the audience score is roughly 50%, which is perfectly fine. It is exactly what you'd expect. It's not a documentary-style movie. I mean, it's it's an actual movie. It just stars the Foo Fighters. And Dave Grohl is not a terrible actor. The rest of the band can't act at all, and so that's kind of funny to watch is them try to try to be actors when they're not and so that's i don't think that was intended to be the comedy though but the the movie studio 666 the the basic plot of it if you want to see it is that the band is is struggling to write new songs they're trying to write their 10th album make it really memorable and they've all got writer's block so they go to this haunted mansion (laughs) to record an album which again it's the the plot is ridiculous and then dave grohl gets possessed by demons and he starts killing all the rest of his band. So you would think, yeah, you know, in 90 minutes, I could probably watch that. But it's over two hours long, so it's it's too much. But there is one part that I pulled the clip from just because I was so shocked by it. that I, I, It's called Studio 666. So you know where they're coming from. But then to, to depossess, to cleanse Dave of the demons... Pat Smear and Nate Mandel are, oh, I shouldn't have given away. But I'll just say they're there, and they find an ancient book, <laughs> and with they open this ancient book, and you think they're going to say some Latin phrase that's going to exercise the demon, just like they do in all those shows like Supernatural. They never really call on God or the Holy Spirit of Jesus. They just have some spell. Like, they, they cast a different spell. So, oh, you got possessed by this spell, but I have to go find... Uh, a, a witch's root and throw it into a cauldron and then stomp on it three times and surround myself with salt. And then that will exercise that other spell. You know, it's just more spells on top of spells it's over and over and over for 15 years. They, they made a successful show out of that. So that's what you expect going into this part where they, they go to exercise the demon that Dave has. But this is what happens. Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, Rebel Son Jesus, bestow your divine power in this water that we may wash Dave clean from this foul demon. Dave Grohl talking as the demon and they just exercise it works too they exercise the demon in Dave Grohl by just calling upon God the Father the Holy Spirit and his son Jesus <laughs> I thought that was that was the most unexpected thing in the whole movie <laughs> so kind of enjoyed that part and it works but of course there's pyrotechnics it's not just that it works it's that lightning bolts have to shoot out of this book which is not the Bible and they have to shoot Dave as he's in the air, and then Dave is exercised and he falls down in a pool. Anyway, it's there. It exists. It's called Studio 666 if you want to watch it and ultimately waste time because that's what it is, then go right ahead. American Media Export.
Wiggins America. I do want to mention a different movie, and you're, you're going to know where I got all these. I subscribed to Stars over the weekend. I did the free trial. Man, free trials are the best. You get to watch everything that a platform has. And then, you know, if you got seven days, you just cram it all into seven days. If you get 30 days, you cram it into 30 days. And then I uh, just unsubscribe and I never pay for it and I watch all the best stuff. <laughs> you didn't hear that from me, though. But I did. Well, I, yes, you did. I did that over the weekend and on stars was Studio 666, but they also had the new Ghostbusters movie. Now, I'm a bit of a nerd with some of that stuff. I'm not way into it the way some people get into Star Wars and Marvel, but I do enjoy the canon of different franchises. Ghostbusters, I just happened to watch the original not too long ago, and I thought, I'll watch the second one because I don't really remember it very well. And upon watching them, I remembered them better than I, uh, better than I thought I would. So they apparently came out with this new Ghostbusters that's all female with Leslie Jones and... Uh, a bunch of other stars from Saturday Night Live that it w- was really bad. It was, it was just embarrassingly bad. It was intended to be funny and quirky and scary at the same time. And just like Studio 666, actually, it didn't really do any of those things. And people universally hate that movie. So they remade Ghostbusters with a new one called Ghostbusters Afterlife, where Bill Murray and Ernie Hudson and Dan Aykroyd all return. Harold Ramis is dead, but he is in it. And uh, it's pretty good. I liked it. And I, it didn't get great reviews on Rotten Tomatoes from critics, but the audience score is pretty high. So I do recommend checking out Ghostbusters Afterlife. Paul Rudd is in it. And I'll say this. You know, as a conservative, if you are a conservative listening to the show, doesn't mean you have to be, but a lot of people are. If you're conservative and you're watching a movie, you have flags that just sort of keep popping up every now and then for woke stuff and agenda-driven stuff. It doesn't mean you won't watch the movie or even enjoy the movie. It just means that the flags are popping. There were no flags that popped in Ghostbusters Afterlife. There was no woke agenda in that at all. And it was almost as if they, they were intentional about not putting that stuff in. Now, I will say... The only thing that was maybe in there, and I this is so mild, it's it's not even really woke. It's just, I, I mean, it's it's like borderline where they're in a small Oklahoma town. Well, the racial makeup of a small Oklahoma town is probably ninety nine percent white in reality. Well, in this town, the racial makeup is much more diverse. It's fine. It could happen. It's just that's probably a little bit of Hollywood in there that's made that happen. But there's nothing wrong with it. The only thing about it, though, that I thought they're actually they seem to be going out of their way to not do any sort of leftist agenda stuff is that (laughs) at one point, Dan Aykroyd is on the phone and he says, you know, they're talking about the past and how Ghostbusters used to be. And he says, well, that was the 80s. That was the Reagan era. The economy was super strong. He throws that in there, you know. And so that kind of stuff usually gets filtered out by the myriad of leftist people who have to touch a product before it makes it to screen. So that indicates to me that Dan Aykroyd, who wrote that movie along with Harold Ramis before he died, that he pushed for that to remain in because that's kind of the way it has to happen. Otherwise, somebody on the line would have nipped that because it didn't really need to be in the movie. Anyway, do recommend watching Ghostbusters Afterlife for a lot of those reasons, partially because it's just entertaining. And how many times can you say any more? I watched a movie with no red flags, 
and it was just entertaining. <laughs> there you go. I'm a little behind the game, though, on the horror stuff. I know it's November. I'll back off. We'll be right back. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.